Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Interesting numbers from Statistics Canada report showing that the national homicide rate has gone up for the third year in a row. And nearly one quarter of those homicides in 2021 were connected to gangs. That is a high rate of gang-related violence in our country. Well, joining us now to talk about this is Kim Boland, crime reporter for the Vancouver Sun. Kim, I'm guessing these numbers don't surprise you. No, they don't surprise me at all. And I would think that it's probably a bit higher uh, because different police agencies define a gang or an organized crime group differently. And a lot of murders are related generally to the drug trade, and the drug trade is connected to gangs and organized crime. So I don't think all drug trade murders uh, would be classified as gang murders, even though obviously there's a connection. Right. It also struck me that pretty much right across the country, when they have that category of gang-related murders, they were all up. B.C. was just one of many provinces, including Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Ontario, that all saw increases in this. Yes, for sure. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. I just look at the local gang landscape and uh, these organizations that started here in B.C. have moved across the country and have become a lot more sophisticated. Uh, So I'm not suggesting B.C. gangs are the reason for this increase across the country. Having said that, we've seen B.C. gangsters killed in other provinces over the last couple of years. Right. So do you think this is just a pattern that's very similar to what we saw here in B.C. that is happening everywhere else now? I do. I mean, we obviously have to keep watching the numbers. I think one of the uh, points that Stats Canada makes is that overall, the murder rate in Canada is still very, very low. It doesn't match that of other countries, including the United States. However, it is really concerning. Uh, Now, they they said the national uh, murder rate of gang murders is almost 25%. But if you actually look at the numbers for 2021, and that's the year, uh, that's the latest year in this uh, document that they released yesterday, in BC, it's actually closer to a third. It's 31% uh, when you look at uh, 2021. The 39 of 125 BC murders uh, last year were gang-related. So that's quite a bit higher than the national average. So then how does something get classified as gang-related murder, and when wouldn't it be classified as such? Well, I think it's, you know, like I said, it varies from law enforcement agency to law enforcement agency. Uh, I I believe it would be when they think the motive is uh, someone's involvement in a gang or criminal organization, and someone would have to be identified as having that affiliation, right? So I think the numbers are probably higher. Uh, We don't know some of those details about the differences between agencies and how they classify uh, what is a gang, what is a criminal organization. And, you know, we've talked about this to police locally over the years because, you know, say someone is uh, gang involved, as a result they have a firearm, and then they get into a domestic dispute and someone ends up dead. 
that's not really a gang-related right. murder, but then it kind of is because the, the, the person having the firearm to begin with is as a result of their role in a criminal organization. So, you know, there are a lot of nuances, um, but overall people should be concerned, and I think that's the point of releasing this data yesterday is to show that we have a problem. Uh, most of the weapons used in gang-related murders are firearms. Uh, certainly we've seen that in B.C., uh, you think about 2021, we had some very high-profile murders, uh, most infamously probably the airport shooting of Carm Graywall. Oh, right. You know, that like big public shooting. Todd Gowenberg was shot to death at a gym in Langley, uh, you know, as little kids were arriving to a daycare. Yes. Harp Dollywell was gunned down in Cole Harbor. Now, there was a charge laid in that case and a conviction. Uh, so, you know, that was one with a successful outcome. But another point in this report is that it takes much longer to solve gang-related murders. Uh, the stat that was used was within 100 days, only 27% of gang-related murders have uh, been solved. By contrast, three-quarters of other homicides unrelated to gangs are solved within the first 100 days. So again, that's a pattern that we see in BC. I mean, I could name cases that have uh, that go back years, uh, very high-profile cases at the time where no one has ever been charged. Uh, very frustrating for both the family of the victim and the community at large. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, how far in the investigation do you have to get before they go, this is gang-related, and therefore they put it into that category? As you were saying, I'm sure there's quite a few that they haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. And, you know, I mean, the exercise is to illustrate a problem. It doesn't mean that, you know, every single uh, murder that occurs has been classified correctly. They do the best they can with the data they get from police agencies. Uh, But when we were compiling a big series several years ago on unsolved homicides, you know, we really learned a lot about how they do those statistics. And, you know, some frustration on behalf of some BC policing agencies, because, For example, in, um, I believe it was Toronto, uh, they will call a murder solved or resolved uh, if the suspect has been killed or something has happened to the suspect. Well, they don't do that in B.C., so the cases stay open, right? So Mm. even the way, you know, they decide when a case is solved is different from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. It's just something you know, people have to keep in mind. I mean, Stats Canada does the very best it can with the data it gets, but it's not all compiled the same way. Right. Well, I learned something this morning, Kim. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. Thanks very much for having me on. Have a good day. That's Kim Boland, crime reporter for the Vancouver Sun, helping us break down this report from Statistics Canada, showing the national homicide rate going up for the third year, nearly a quarter of the killings in 2021 connected to gangs. But as Kim points out, the category is slightly different province to province. And you would think, well, BC must be at the top of that list in terms of gang-related deaths. Turns out we are not. Saskatchewan had both the highest rate of homicides and the highest rate of gang-related killings. Manitoba was the second highest on that.